Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. Welcome, you guys, to another episode of the Mindful Minute. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get started, just a shout out to say thank you to today's sponsor, Baron Fig. As you guys know, I spend a lot of time exploring the intersection of mindfulness and creativity. And for me, that creative element comes through in my journaling practice. Baron Fig is where I get my journals. This is not just any journal. These are smart, brilliant journals. Whether you're looking for something guided, like their meditation journal, or you're looking for a clean, well-designed, easy-to-use blank notebook, like their Confidant notebook, this company makes tools for thinkers. They've got journals, notebooks, writing instruments, bags, and so much more. Use code MINDFULMINUTE21, MINDFULMINUTE21, and you receive 20% off your first purchase. With journals that walk you through your meditation practice, habit forming, organization, Baron Fig has something for everyone. Best of all, this company is also dedicated to leaving the earth better than they found it. For every confidant notebook sold, Baron Fig plants a tree with tens of thousands of trees planted and counting. To get your guided edition journal and to plant a tree today, go to baronfig.com, B A R O N F I G.com. Use code MINDFULMINUTE21 at checkout to receive 20% off your order. Baron Fig, do your best thinking. You guys, I don't think I could have written a more appropriate class for where we are right now had I thought about it for months. As you probably know, if you've been listening, I am replaying the series that I originally wrote in July of 2020. And this series was written as we were in the midst of COVID pandemic. I'm going to call it COVID pandemic number one, the unbelievable heartbreak and unrest and social justice movement after George Floyd's murder back in June of 2020. And I think a lot of us were really stuck in these heavy, anxiety-filled, unknown future-filled feelings. And here we are again, and our kids are in school, COVID numbers are skyrocketing, Afghanistan is heartbreaking. Palestine is heartbreaking. It is just pandemic after pandemic after pandemic, humanitarian crisis after humanitarian crisis. And I'm going to guess your heart is breaking. Mine is. And I don't have anything particularly beautiful to say. I don't have anything 
to offer in terms of an answer. But I will say that I am leaning, as always, very deeply into my practice for support right now. And I hope that it offers you the same sense of bolstering, of both grounding us to the earth and to ourselves and uplifting us enough to keep going. And as you know, I believe very, very firmly that our practice is not meant to sequester us in our quiet little house on our quiet little cushions, but is in fact meant to awaken us to what's needed in the world and then to actively respond to that need. As we get started today, this practice I titled Love the Tangle. And I think about that title, I'm not kidding you, at least once a week. It has become an ingrained part of my practice. Because the truth is, we're not going to fix it all. The truth is, there is no perfect way to help all of these crises. And even if there was, one person couldn't do it all. And it hurts. We see problems, we want to fix them. This practice is saying that even when you feel that you can't fix it, even when we don't know the next right thing to do, can we be with what we feel, even if it's heartbreak? And I'm going to call it love the tangle. And that doesn't mean like, oh, I love this feeling. I love heartbreak. But it does mean I'm not going to tell myself I'm wrong because I feel it. I'm not going to tell myself I'm wrong because I'm in pain, because I'm scared, because I'm confused. I'm going to acknowledge that this is what I feel. I'm going to acknowledge whether I think I know exactly what to do next or I have no idea. But I'm going to stay awake. I'm going to keep practicing. And I'm going to keep doing my best to love the tangle. I hope this helps for you guys. Listen to the session. Do the practice. Come back next week. There's more. And I'm writing a whole new series for September to continue expanding on this topic. I'm with you. I love you. We got this. All right. Officially welcome. Happy Monday. Thank you guys for taking time out of your Monday evening to be with me and to meditate. This is the second part of our meditation and emotional resiliency series. And we're going to talk today about how we shift ourselves from a sort of perpetual fight, flight, freeze experience to one of what's called rest and digest or the relaxation response. Like how do we get our bodies, our nervous systems, our minds to calm down? And we're going to take a second just to think back to last week and give it a little bit of context, right? So last week we talked about capital T trauma, like big personal traumas and little T traumas, which are things like watching the 24-hour news cycle in a day and living through a pandemic and Saharan dust storms and all the things happening in our lives right now. And so for this particular series, for these classes, 
we're talking about little t. Like, I want you to think about the stress of watching the news, not stress of big capital T trauma, okay? It, meditation is an amazing tool for big traumas, but it's an amazing tool in conjunction with a licensed therapist, right? And so for the context of a group class, or uh, if you're listening on the podcast, a podcast, we want to keep this to um, the smaller anxieties, even though it seems insane to call what's happening in our lives right now small. It's not, right? We're dealing with some pretty significant nervous system upheaval in our daily lives. But this is the stress I want to talk about, okay? And so we're in this stress. And what happens is our body goes into fight, flight, freeze, which is the nervous system response to anything that feels dangerous. And because we've had so many things back to back to back to back, many of us are starting to find ourselves in a perpetual state of fight, flight, freeze, right? We're constantly anxious. And so now what we're starting to talk about is, well, how can I flip the switch? How can I help my body find a sense of relaxation, even if it's just for a few minutes before I go to bed at night so that I can get some sleep, right? So the opposite of fight, flight, freeze is something called rest and digest or the relaxation response. This is the parasympathetic nervous system, the part of the nervous system that helps us to go to sleep at night. When this is activated, our heart rate lowers, our blood pressure lowers, um, our body temperature usually cools off a little bit. This is the part where our brain is able to process and store memories. And most importantly, this is where healing and integration happen, right? So this is where when we move into this phase, our brain can take everything that's happened for the day and sort it out and stick it in the various compartments of the brain that it needs to go and clear the space so that we can start again fresh. So it's really important that we find tools to help us move in to this rest and digest state for that very reason. Otherwise, our brain, and y'all, I know y'all know this because I know it well too, our brain is cluttered with so many things it's holding on to that it hasn't been able to process yet. You know, so this is the time when you sit down to meditate and there are so many thoughts, so rapid fire that it's almost unbearable to sit and meditate. You would rather do anything than sit there because you can't quiet that mind down. So how do we move into rest and digest? The very first piece of it is, is we have to establish some level of safety for ourselves. This is where it's really important that you acknowledge the context of our conversation, right? I'm talking about safety in the sense that we all have a roof over our heads. We all have enough food to eat. We are not in imminent life-threatening danger in this moment. If you are currently dealing with substance abuse or domestic violence or PTSD, that establishing safety is a completely different scenario than what I'm talking about today. It's still the first step, but I'm not going to go that deep today. We are just talking about in our day-to-day lives, assuming our basic needs are met, how do we establish safety? 
the first thing we can do, and we're going to do this, we did this last week in meditation, and we'll do it again tonight, is we simply acknowledge our surroundings. Because you'll remember from last week when we talked about fight, flight, freeze, one of the things the brain does is the minute it feels fear, it starts frantically going through the backlog of memories, comparing it to every other fearful feeling to see like, is this familiar? Do I know what's going to happen next? And so we end up with this sort of amalgam of stressful events of our lives happening in one moment. When we take the time to actually turn our head, see the room, notice the surroundings we're in, even if we're in this room all day, every day, to consciously notice the color of the wall, the texture of the floor. This reminds us where we are, when we are, and allows us to acknowledge that hopefully this moment, the one you and I are in right now, is a safe moment, right? So we're going to establish safety in surroundings. The other piece that's really important, which is less so about meditation, more so about everyday existence, is acknowledging the trustworthy relationships in your life. This is really an important piece of establishing safety, is having relationships where you can safely be vulnerable and somebody can be vulnerable with you in return. What this does is it allows us to be able not to hold on to all these feelings and be thinking, am I crazy? Am I the only one feeling this? But rather to be able to talk to somebody and then acknowledge or validate that experience, it, it helps balance the nervous system for us. In meditation, the way that shows up, interestingly, is this idea of calling on a benevolent being. Some of you this will resonate with, some of you maybe not, but the idea is for some of us, as we meditate, especially if we're feeling particularly stressed, we might bring to mind somebody, whether we know them or not, whether they're alive or not, that represents to us the epitome of calm, of safety, of loving presence. This could be a uh, a Gandhi, uh, Mother Teresa, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, anybody in your life that represents for you loving, safe presence, you can call on them in meditation, right? To help support that sense of safety. And then the last and most important stage is commit to self-care, which in my mind means meditate every day, right? We have to meditate. And so the piece I really want to focus on tonight before we practice is this, because we have likely all been at least trying to meditate the last four, almost five months. And for me, I can say, I noticed pretty early on that my meditations were taking on this very visceral feeling that for me was located in the center of my chest and it really, truly felt like a tangle, like a knot, right? And it was so uncomfortable that I was, I, I can honestly say I tried everything. I tried to ignore it. I tried to like bliss it away. I tried to tamp it down. I tried to make it change. I got up and stopped meditating. I did all of the things. 
And yet every time I would come back to the cushion, there's that feeling again. And then at some point in that experience, during meditation, I heard the words, love the tangle. Love the tangle. And this is a basic teaching when we get into meditation practices. We have to learn how to allow and even welcome the uncomfortable or the unpleasant feelings into our practice. Because of course we all like want to go deep. And of course we all want to have some blissful, peaceful meditative experience. But sometimes that's not our reality. Sometimes our reality is filled with emotional tangles or too many thoughts or overwhelming sleepiness. I mean, you name it. There's a lot of things that can come up in meditation that we as individuals might deem as unpleasant or unacceptable even. The practice of loving the tangle is the idea of saying, I'm going to feel this. I'm going to stay. And I'm going to remind myself that this is okay. Right? It's like, literally softening the edges around the tangle just to let it be, to completely accept that maybe you won't go deep. Maybe the meditation won't end on a peaceful note. And we're not doing this to hopefully release it. We're doing it so that we can be so comfortable with it that we can practice anyways that we can establish safety anyways, and that we can relax anyways. The last piece I'll say before we practice is, sometimes, if it's really uncomfortable, if you're really having a hard time meditating, there's too much going on inside. One of the things that can be tremendously helpful is to see if you can almost pull back a little bit and notice who's uncomfortable. Does that make sense? Like you want to notice the piece of your mind that is saying, oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. I can't do this. Right? What that is, is establishing a witness. It's establishing Who's doing the noticing? It's like this piece of your being that's up back here behind your head, looking down and looking in. When we're able to identify with that part of our awareness, it creates such a sense of space because it's no longer um, inside the tangle, but now it's almost as if I'm big enough to hold the tangle and watch it. Does that make sense? It's a really big concept. We're going to practice. And I'll say this. We're going to practice tonight. And um, I invite your experience to be just exactly what it is. If you're in a great space tonight and you're having this fabulous, relaxing meditation, enjoy it. And if you have had a Monday and you sit down to meditate and there are so many thoughts happening or so many feelings happening. See if you can be with this just as it is. And we'll just experiment with this idea of 
loving the tangle in some way. Yeah. All right. Let's practice. So take a minute to just undo your legs and you can let your feet land flat on the ground. If you're seated in a chair, if you're on the ground, you might sit on a cushion with your legs crossed. You'll let your hands rest onto your lap. And when you're ready, you'll let your eyes drift closed. And if that doesn't feel quite right this evening, by all means, you can take a soft gaze down towards the earth. And together as a group here, nice big inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. Let's do that again, inhale. And exhale. And then just briefly, gently blink your eyes open and with fresh eyes, see what is in front of you. Notice the wall, notice the table or the furniture, whatever's in front of you. And then look over to one side of your room and do the same thing. Acknowledge the wall that borders you on one side. Maybe noting colors or windows or textures. And take your time to go over to the other side and do the same thing. Really eyes open, noticing the experience of your surroundings. Make sure you can see all the way behind you. So if you even need to turn around for a second, check out what's behind you. Let yourself feel completely settled and safe in your surroundings. And when you are positive of where you are, you'll let your eyes drift closed once again. Maybe now relaxing a little further into your body. Letting your breath flow freely and easily. And silently saying to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And with that invitation, you can feel yourself seated all the way inside your body and onto the furniture beneath you. Consciously relaxing through your hips, through your thighs. Subtly lifting up and lengthening through the crown of the head. Maybe feeling the backs of the shoulders press back and down just a touch. And slowly relaxing through the muscles of the face. So smoothing and broadening the forehead. And relaxing the skin around the eyes. And feeling along the hinge of the jaw. 
on the inside of the cheeks and the tongue. And you might swallow once or twice just to let the throat relax. Maybe feeling breath move out across your collarbones. Letting your awareness move down through the center of the chest. And just feeling as you take a few breaths here. Noticing how the center of the chest feels for you right now. Letting your awareness drift down to your belly. Consciously relaxing the muscles of the belly. Taking a moment just to feel breath move. So that as you inhale, you're feeling that belly just gently expand. As you exhale, you're feeling that gentle contraction. Inhaling to feel the expansion. Exhale, feeling the contraction without any struggle or strain. Just seeing if your awareness can hold on to that wave of breath. Noticing if maybe you feel it most with the belly moving. Or perhaps some of you will feel it better if you notice the air as it's drawn in through the nose. And back out through the nose. Slow and steady breath. Feeling that inhale move somewhere inside the body. And feeling that exhale move right back out into the room. And as we settle ourselves towards a period of silence, 
We'll each do our best just to keep riding this wave of breath. And if you find yourself getting distracted by thoughts, by feelings, by tangles, we'll just practice welcoming that in. Letting go of any fight Letting go of any judgment. And just letting that tangle be one more wave that we ride. Feeling the wave in. Feeling the wave out. And holding our awareness here as we practice in silence together.
and feeling this next wave of breath. The inhale and the exhale. Maybe noticing who's noticing this experience. Notice who's commenting on the feel of this next breath. And then letting go of any hold you have on the practice. You might wiggle your fingers and toes for a moment. Gradually bringing your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer, bowing your chin down. Taking a moment to thank your body, your mind for showing up today. To thank yourself for being patient and kind as you practice. And for hopefully feeling at least the start of that energetic shift towards rest and digest. Let's take one final breath together, deep inhale in, and exhale out a sigh. Thank you guys for practicing, namaste. Big thanks to our sponsor, Mindful and Modern. Mindful and Modern offers a full range of accessories for seated meditation practice, including cushion sets, bamboo kneeling benches, and even chairs with extra back support. Visit mindfulandmodern.com and use code MINDFULMINUTE10 to save 10% off your next order. mindfulandmodern.com and use code MINDFULMINUTE10. Thanks for listening to The Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.